Welcome, my friend. Welcome to Tract and Truth Tuesday here at Bible Tract Echo. That is the title we give to each and every one of our Tuesday broadcasts. We call them our Tract and Truth Tuesdays. On our other days during the week of broadcast, we study through a book of the Bible and make it practical. But on our Tuesday broadcast, we stop, set our Bible study aside to focus on the idea of you and I who know Christ becoming sharper, more effective in communicating the gospel of Jesus Christ to those that do not know him. That is one of the four key things that builds a mature believer, being able to communicate the gospel, and we want to help you do that by putting some gospel tracts into your hand. Do you know what a gospel tract is? Well, hang on to your hat. I'm going to share what that is and a couple of them with you in just a minute, but I want to share with you some of my excitement. Today, as I pulled up the email here at Bible Tracks, uh, there was an email from Central Africa, the man whose name I will not even try to pronounce, wrote to say that he had received Christ. He had been handed three of our tracks. The one that really was used by God was titled, You Can Know, Eternal answers to real questions there. It was the one that God used to open his heart, open his eyes to his need for Christ as Savior. Well, his email was very direct. He said, and I'm quoting now, I need to be born again, exclamation point. Well, he went on to say that he used the sample prayer that was on the back of the track to ask Jesus Christ to be a Savior. Now that, my friend, that is why we do what we do. That is why the people that come alongside of us and help support the ministry. That's why they do that. We have been giving out gospel tracts in different languages for 80 years. Our mission statement is taking the word of God to all the world. We've just added this little extra phrase now. We're taking the word of God to all the world, 80 years and counting. Now, you can't give away your product without eventually having to somebody pay the bill. Well, we are a faith ministry and people come alongside and say, we want the people around the world to get the gospel like this man here in Central Africa. Oh, what a beloved, what a great encouragement for the day that email was. This man was handed this track, these tracks, and I can't say for sure whether he'd ever heard the gospel before. Maybe he had, but somebody gave him those three tracks and God spoke to his heart. Now, the one who gave out the tracks to the man may not even know what has happened. And honestly, there's a whole lot of work for Christ in the gospel where a whole lot of transformed lives take place where the believer God used to give out the gospel never knows what happened. But beloved, the tracks are working. Are, are they a missing part in your own personal efforts to see people come to Christ? Let me talk to you about one of those or a couple of them right now. And just in case you don't know, a gospel tract is a short written presentation of God's plan of salvation. I have a sample packet of these tracks I want to put into your hand. There's over 40 different gospel tracks there. At the end of the program, my announcer will come back on. He will give you the ways by which you can communicate to us. If you give us your name, give us your address, we'll send you that sample packet absolutely free of charge. Two of the tracks that are in there are these. One is called Two 
kinds of death, two kinds of death. Sometimes I've gone up to people and the tactic I've used to help put a track in their hand and hopefully open a gospel conversation is this. I ask them, how many different ways to die are there? And uh, the person will kind of get this quizzical look, and they usually the answer is, wow, uh, there's just a bunch of different ways that people could die. I said, name me some, and they give me a list. I said, well, the Bible says that there's only two kinds of death. Did you know that? And they look at me, and the people don't know that. Even people who go to church often don't realize there's only two kinds of death. This gospel track says there's only two, and the track is absolutely right. You can die either in your sin, or you can die in Jesus Christ. Dear friend, if you've never received Christ as Savior, and if you were to die today, you would die in your sin. That means you do not go to heaven, you go to hell. But by receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior, you can have new life in Jesus Christ. You'll be put into Christ. He will become your life. Oh, your physical body may very well die, but to be absent from the body is present with the Lord because you're born again. That's one track, two kinds of death. The other track is this one. I have plenty of time. This track was written with teenagers in mind because teenagers think they're, well, you can't, they've got umpteen years to live, don't they? I'll never be old. You remember thinking that? Well, <laughs> here we are. And uh, But teenagers need to be confronted with the gospel. This track, I Have Plenty of Time, is based upon a true story about a young lady named Mary. When she was 19, she was invited to hear a gospel preacher. She went. Her heart was stirred. They began to talk with her, and she knew she needed to get saved, but she postponed. She said, I've got to go do something first. I'll get saved tomorrow. Well, that night... She was in a car accident. Did she go to heaven? I don't know. I can't say. But I do know this. She knew she needed Christ, but she postponed it. I have plenty of time. That's what she said. Oh, friend, here's a great gospel track for young people. I have plenty of time. Again, if you contact us, we'll send you the whole sample packet absolutely free of charge. If you can't stay to the end of the program, you can go to our website. Our web address is BibleTracksInc.org. You know how to spell Bible. The word tracks is spelled T-R-A-C-T-S, BibleTracksInc.org. Go there, give us your name and address. We'll send that sample packet to you. Well, at the end of December, I received this note. I want to share it with you. Here goes like this. I have to tell you about my grandmother. She was a devoted Christian. In the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, she got your tracks by the ton. I remember her standing on State Street in Chicago, passing out your tracks. But as many times as the police threatened to put her in jail, she kept it up. She didn't let their threats stop her. Bless her heart. It's signed here by the first name of this dear serving lady by her granddaughter, Now, did you know that there are a lot of people today on the street corners of large cities like Chicago, New York, L.A., Philadelphia, Miami, 
Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and basically any other town you want to name, there are folk there who are handing out gospel tracts. Maybe it's not our tracts, but there are other good gospel tracts. They're handing them out. Now, I know of folk who hand them out at race car events. I know of folk who put tracks under the windshield wipers of cars in parking lots. There are folks who are doing things for Christ and the gospel, which you may never have even realized are being done. When I read the note about the grandmother, my first reaction was to smile and say, praise the Lord. But there was a second reaction I had. I wondered, is anybody in this poor grandma's family, has anybody taken up the grandma's cause and stepped into grandma's place today? Did you know that people who go out into such public places and hand out gospel tracts, they do it and they go out because, well, for at least five reasons. And here they are. Number one, they believe people are lost and hell bound. Number two, they believe God will save sinners today. Number three, they believe the gospel is for everybody. Number four, they believe God's word in written format has saving power And number five, they believe God has called them to stand in the gap for the eternal lives of those around them. I hope those five things are true for you, my friend. So what are you and I supposed to be doing with the gospel? Let me give you six things. I know these are God's will for you and I to be doing with the gospel. I find them in the word of God. Are you ready? Get a piece of paper and jot them down. Number one, we are to not be ashamed of the gospel. Romans chapter one, verse 16, Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So number one, we are not to be ashamed of the gospel. Number two, we are called upon to preach the gospel. Preach it. 1 Corinthians 9, 16, part of it says, Woe unto me if I preach not the gospel. Back in Romans chapter 1, verse 17, we're told that we have a debt. We're in debt because somebody gave us the gospel. The third thing we're supposed to do with the gospel is guard it. Guard the gospel. Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 8 talk about the fact that there are some who would pervert the gospel. And then it goes on to say that though even an angel from heaven would come and preach another kind of gospel, let them be accursed. We are to protect the gospel. Guard it. Number four, we are to demonstrate the gospel. Do you understand that? We're to demonstrate the gospel. In the book of Philippians, chapter 1, verse 27, we find these words, and I'm quoting now, only let your conversation be as becometh the gospel. Put in 20th century language, it goes like this. It's simply saying that we and our behavior are to be such that it brings credit to the gospel of Jesus Christ if we have been saved by the gospel of Jesus Christ. The fifth thing we're supposed to be doing in the gospel is suffer for it. Suffer for it. In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 8, again I'm reading now, Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. You say, well, 
bearing the afflictions for standing up for Christ, that scares me. I don't think I could do that. You can't, I can't, but the power of God can in us. Here's one more thing. What are we supposed to be doing with the gospel? We're told we are to defend the gospel. The book of Jude, there's only one chapter, verse three says this, we are to be earnestly contending for the faith that was once or for once for all delivered unto the saints. Defend the gospel. Again, people are wanting to pervert it. Well, now that we know what we are to be doing with the gospel and we know others are doing these things, all we need to answer then is this question. What am I doing with the gospel? Maybe the answer begins by you getting a piece of paper out, listening to my announcer come back, give us your name and address, let me send you that free sample packet of tracks. You begin to read those tracks. Reading them will do two things. Number one, you'll be sharpened in your own ability to tell the gospel. That's great. But number two, you're going to find some gospel tools there. You're going to say to yourself, I know who needs this particular track. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 309- 828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.